Chapter 5 of The Way of Perfection. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. The Way of Perfection by St. Teresa of Avila. Translated by the Reverend John Dalton. Chapter 5. She Continues Her Discourse About Confessors and shows how important it is that they should be learned. May our Lord, in his infinite goodness, never suffer any one in this house to experience the above-mentioned affliction, of seeing herself reduced to such distress both of soul and body, or that the superioress should take the part of the confessor so much, that the sisters dare not complain of her to him, nor of him to her here will come a temptation upon them to conceal in confession very grievous sins lest the wretched creatures should fall into trouble and disquiet good god what mischief may the devil do hereby how dear do this miserable restraint and honour cost them and because they have only one confessor they think the credit and discipline of the monastery are greatly promoted and so in this way the devil entraps souls when he cannot do so in any other way. If the poor sisters desire another confessor, the observance of discipline immediately seems to be destroyed, or if he do not belong to the order, merely consulting with him, even though he be a saint, is considered to be an insult upon the whole order. Praise our Lord exceedingly, my daughters, for the liberty you enjoy at present, since, though it does not extend to many, you may confer with some, besides the ordinary confessors, and these may enlighten you on every point. And, for the love of God, I beg of her who shall be the superioress, always to obtain from the bishop or provincial, this same holy liberty, that so, beside the usual confessors, she and the other sisters may sometimes confer with learned persons, and give them an account of their souls, especially if their own confessors be not learned, however good they may be in other respects. May God deliver the sisters from being directed in everything by one confessor, whatever spirit he may seem to have to them, and may in reality possess, if he be not learned. You know the first stone to be laid is a good conscience. Endeavor, therefore, with all your strength, to free yourselves from even venial sins, and follow that which is the most perfect. One would think any confessor knew this, but it is a mistake. I happened to consult one about matters of conscience, who finished his whole course of divinity, and he did me great harm in things which he told me were of little or no consequence. I know he did not intend to deceive me, because he had no reason, but he knew no better. The same happened to me with two or three others besides. All our good consists in having true light to observe the law of God with perfection, in this foundation, prayer is securely fixed. But without a firm foundation, the whole building will fall. Thus the sisters must of necessity confer with confessors of learning, and who understand spiritual things. If the confessor cannot claim all these requisites, then at certain times procure others. And if they should unfortunately be commanded not to confess to others, let them without going to confession discover the state of their souls to such persons as I have mentioned. I dare say even more, viz, that though the confessor may have all this, yet what I have mentioned must sometimes be done, 
for it will happen he may be mistaken, and it is proper that all should not be deceived through his means, provided always that nothing be done against obedience. There are means for doing everything, and even one soul exceedingly deserves that her welfare should be attended to in every possible way. How much more, then, many? All that I have said relates to the superioress. I again, therefore, entreat her, that since no other consolation is intended hereby, except that of the soul to procure its consolation in this way. For there are different ways hereby God conducts souls, and it is not necessary for one confessor to know them all. I assure you, you will not want holy persons who will be glad to give you advice, and comfort your souls, if you be such as you should be, though you be poor. For he who supports your body will excite and inspire some with a desire of enlightening your souls, and of remedying this evil, which is what I fear the most. For when the devil seeks to deceive the confessor in some point, if he sees there are others to whom you may confess, he will proceed with caution, and consider more carefully what he does. If the devil be stopped at this point, I trust in God he will find no other way to enter this house. I therefore entreat the bishop or superior, whoever he may then be, to allow the sisters this liberty, and where there are confessors who have both virtue and learning, which is soon discovered in a little town like this, not to deny them leave to confess to them sometimes, though there may be other confessors, because I know this is necessary for many things, and the harm which may arise is nothing in comparison with the great, hidden, and almost irredeemable evil that is in the other course. It is usual with monasteries, that the good therein, unless preserved with great care, soon falls away, and the evil, when once it has begun to creep in, is removed with very great difficulty, and by being accustomed to imperfections, we very quickly contract a habit. What I have here said, I have both seen and heard, and discourse with holy and learned persons, who have considered what is most convenient for this house, towards advancing it in perfection. Now, among all the dangers which happen in everything while we live, we shall find this to be the least, that there is no bishop who has the power of coming in, and commanding, and going forth, nor has any confessor this liberty. But these persons have only to take care of the recollection and piety of the house, and its improvement, both interior and exterior, and to tell the superior when there is any fault, but not to be the superiors themselves. And this is observed at the present day, and not by my advice alone, for the bishop we now have, under whose obedience we live, since for many reasons we are not subject to the order, being a lover of discipline and holiness, and a great servant of God, called Don Alvarez de Mendoza, of very noble extraction, and exceedingly inclined to favor this house in every way, called together persons of learning, of spiritual knowledge and experience, to consider this point, and after so many persons, including my own miserable self, had prayed much and earnestly, they came to this determination. It is, therefore, but reasonable that succeeding generations should comply with this resolution, because it has been agreed upon by such good men, and so many prayers have been addressed to our Lord for this object, to discover what was the best, and as far as can be discovered hitherto, this is certainly the case. May our Lord be pleased always to promote it more and more, that so it may tend to his greater glory. Amen.
End of chapter 5